What up, guys? My name is Jorge. How's it going? We're here to talk about soccer, have a good time, and, you know, just vibe out. I think so. I mean, it, uh, there was, you know, like a little bit of contact. I'm not saying that there wasn't, but it was 100% a dive. You know, like Sterling, he feels the presence of the players. But 100% a dive? I think so, bro. I think he let himself Do go. Do you think they would have stopped that game, paused it, used the VAR? They should have. What do you think, Amon? Do you think they should have used the VAR to stop that penalty for the ref to go look at it? The ref didn't even go look at it. Isn't that the point of R? Aren't they supposed to go back, like, all these calls? Yeah, yeah man. I think... I Epic showdown. What does this mean to England itself? Well, because it, I, I, it's coming home. Is it coming home, guys? I, I think it could, and, and I think, and I think one going back to the to the dive in the PK, like yeah, you know Sterling, like it was a bad, it was a mistake, right? Sterling dove and they got the PK, but at the end of the day, like like we were mentioning, like that kind of stuff happened all the time before. And how many times has the reverse happened to England? Like with the the goal against Germany, um, to, yeah, I think was it. I, I don't remember which one was. Uh, was it? I think it was. I think fourteen. I think you're right. I think it was twenty fourteen. Also, the hand of God. You know, like it, it's happened to to England. It's happened to England before in the past. So, you know, it, it kind of like what goes around comes around. It, it's it, you know, like it's it's an issue until it's not an issue. It's all these things that like. You know, like, yeah, like, oh, it was a dive and it shouldn't this and blah, 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 that and, and everything. But look, it, it happened in Mexico with um, with Robin and his dive. It That's happened. exactly what I thought. Yeah. No, and and no exactly. No, uh-huh. uh, But, like, with that being said, like, these kind of situations where there's, like, some sort of, like, a, a moment where a player cheats 
uh, for example, and their country benefits from it. It's happened all the time. Look, Henri against Ireland. You guys remember that with the hand? True. Or, or Maradona. Yeah, versus England. Like this kind of stuff happens all the time. So it's like, it's not necessarily like, not that it's not trying to take away accountability, but like it happens to everyone. And this time it happened in Denmark, unfortunately. Like I don't like I, I think they're having a great tournament. I would have loved to see them in the final, but I mean, realistically, like one way or another, like I think England was going to get into that I'm final. Not, I believe it's it's. it's Was it there enough for the, for the ref to give it a penalty? Raheem Sterling. Not in my not in my opinion. Was there. I think the ref could have gone either yeah. way, and I think yeah, because yeah. because it's England, because it's mm-hmm. in their home, because there's about sixty something thousand. But that shouldn't there. influence the ref, though. But unfortunately, in some scenarios, it was uh-huh. like a situation where, just like I'm saying, it could have gone either way. Like had there been I guess no fans, so, yeah. he could have been like, "Well, it's not really a penalty." But guys, yeah. to make England, you know, to say that it's coming home. I mean, let's be honest here. The team that England played against was Denmark, and they barely beat that team. And it took them a diet from Raheem Sterling to actually win that game. Um, the game could have gone either way, and Denmark is playing without one of their arguably but best players, Christian Eriksen. the point of the game just to win the game? Win the game, get to the next opponent. Yeah, Italy this is knockout soccer. shown that on the other side, uh-huh. going through all this adversity, going through... Belgium and yeah. going through, through it's, it's uh, knockout it's a it, knockout it's tournament style you know it's like it's literally don't like you think they're just boom, it's one game than England at the moment I, I think so definitely I think Italy has a stronger squad but there's like a lot I, I think this tournament means a lot to both teams because yeah. like like uh, like Schmeichel said like has that ever really been home I mean not not, not really they've so. actually never won I mean the last uh, major tournament that England won was actually 19 was it 1968 or I think it was yeah, 56 I mean, the World Cup really yeah I mean the World Cup is I mean they never won the Euro yeah the so it's like so it means a lot to England in that respect especially since they're like the birth of football and stuff but it also means a lot to Italy because of what Italy's gone through since like do you remember when they didn't they get thrashed four zero by Spain in the final in twenty twelve? That is exactly right. Italy, You're yeah. Right. In twenty twelve, the Euro Cup, they did lose to Italy in a very emphatic uh, way. And then they didn't make it. Yeah. But guys, like twenty twelve Spain. No, but that's the point. What I'm saying is, no, 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 no. But here's the thing: is that like they got? Yeah, you know, I know. Fun hold fact. Fun fact. I was actually in Madrid. Mm-hmm. The day that they won that final, the oh, 2012 uh, Euro Cup mm-hmm. final, Madrid went off. It was the craziest party I've ever seen. Everybody was just nuts. Flags everywhere. Everyone was out. People honking. Great experience. Absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised by that. Yeah, but like with that being said, like Italy since then haven't been doing well because they they had this weird generation where they had like really old or like really old players that were out of their prime and then like really young players like like El Sharawi and and Balotelli right so they had these like this like weird mix nothing really in the middle and then comes around the World Cup what happens Italy doesn't go to the World Cup like this means a lot for Italy for the way they play yeah because they've they've had they too has Mm -hmm. just 
rip that team to shreds and completely change its complete mentality. This is the Italy, like, whatever Italy was before, this is, like, Italy times 10. Like, I see... Like I, f- I see that fire, that Italian like aggression, it's like like they those I people really are there to like they're playing, they're not playing for the name on the back, bro. They're playing for the fucking crest. They're I, playing for their country. I love that about the Italians. <laughs> There's think, no superstars. Something, something super interesting has been happening in Italy. Mm-hmm. I'd say particularly in the past season, uh, actually two seasons, like just before COVID. You could see that something was happening with Italian soccer. I think Italian soccer is getting its glory back, not just on a national team. You were saying when you were in Rome talking crap. Yeah, man. But funny how COVID changed the the whole entire world. (laughs) So you got in in Italy. They, I think, what's happening right now is that the league is coming back to what it used to be. I think that within the next year, two years, you might see that the Classico, that the top games are no longer Barcelona versus Real Madrid. Mm -hmm. They're actually going to be Inter Milan versus AC Milan or Inter Milan versus Juve. Italian soccer is coming. Wins, Jorge. I, I really think this Italian team is like ridiculous, but I think it's coming home, man. It's coming home. I think Italy takes takes this back to the Coliseum with them, and I think that the game ends two three zero for Italy. I you think, think, I think Italy, is the game is the game you, England? The game uh, is yeah. in London. Is it it London? is in Wembley. I think I think the 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 lads. Under pressure, and they and they get and you know that's what uh, that's what I think will happen. The star center back from Juventus, uh, Giorgio Chiellini, actually came out and said that England has been playing a tournament at home. Six out of the seven games that England played uh-huh. were in London. Yeah, I mean, so but a final is an final. advantage. Not only that, they have fans at most of these games. Would you say that playing a final is different? And, and, and having and having that pressure and having that on your shoulders that you haven't won a tournament know, uh, for on. like 50, 60 years. You know what? I, I've only ever myself played a final as a substitute <laughs> and I didn't score. I almost got the header to win it, but I didn't score. It's because it wasn't my cross. It wasn't your it. cross, Ahmad. I know. It but, been, yeah. but let's be realistic. I'm the better passer of the two. You are. And you I'm are the better the scorer of the two. True. Jorge over here is the mm. best defender of the three Jorge controls and the, the most field, athletic. He is our Conte. He is I try. Here in the, in the, the high on soccer. I'm a little a little out of shape because of COVID. So my soccer fitness is a little low and I've been juggling injuries. Oh, oh tell me about it, bro. Ah, oh, yeah, dude. You're fucking Achilles, bro. Uh, I can't believe that shit. But I mean, you know, I'll, I'll be back in, in due time. Just give me a few more months and I'll I'm not injured, but I'm still not doing anything. <laughs> 
Well, Amon's I'm just, basically I'm just doing been depressed because he can no longer play yeah, soccer. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been, it's been tough, huh? It's tough, I'll dude. be back in a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> when when Dylan's back, bro. When <laughs> Dylan's back. Mm-hmm. Oh but yeah, man. I mean, honestly, though, like I said, I think I, I could see your point about why you think England will win this. But I just, like, just the curse, man. Just the curse. Just the fact that they haven't won. Just the fact that the players know this. The pressure. The, the whole, like, the country getting this crazy over it. Is like too much pressure on the players where if Italy comes in, they're not playing in their home field. They don't really have the same pressure I don't that really, the English team has. I don't really feel they like... They just control the game. I don't really I feel... It's, it's going to depend on the coaches. I don't really feel like England has a lot of pressure because they have a really, really young squad where... Like, you don't think England feel the pressure? No, because look, 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 look. Stadium. No, look, and I'll tell you why. Because if, if anything happens with this English national team, the... Everyone's gonna be mad at Southgate because of the lineup. Everyone's gonna, like they're not okay. like yes, there's gonna be responsibility it's on the English players. But I think Southgate has figured it out. I don't know, man. I look. I'm not I saying he's a bad coach, what but he's doing. But he's convincing his players to play a certain way. Well, look. I, I think at the end of the day, those 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 guys they're playing for for their country. Like it means a lot for them. They want to win this. They really do. And it's not that I look. I should backtrack, and I should say it's not that they don't have any pressure. They do. I just think they're comfortable with it because they have a different sort of mentality. Like they're like, yeah, we're we are good. You know, we we can do this. I'm Harry Kane. I'm Jack Grealish. You know, I'm Jaden Sancho. I'm Bukayo Saka. You know, like, maybe maybe to also help help with your point. I you know the one thing that I can see helping England and mm-hmm. possibly why it might lean on England's side is uh, the fact that the Champions League final was an English final. Man- uh-huh. Manchester United went to the, you know, the, the hey, other... Europa. The, the Europa League. So I think that England, at the moment, is the best yeah, I think so. when it comes to soccer. Like I'm, I'm saying Italy uh-huh. and like maybe even, not France. France, you could say that they're having better teams. PSG, I think, top prospect to win the Champions League next uh-huh. year with, with what's happening right now. Uh-huh. But... Uh, it might lean on England's side, but man, like you said, there's just something about Italy. Yeah, but that that the pa- I look, they both play for passion, like both teams. But that that Italian team, talk about resilience. You know, Italy was like, you know, it was had to sit back for a lot of the game against Spain because Spain had just kept the ball. Spain did a great job of possessing the ball, but Italy was just waiting for their for their my moment. Boy, Kesa. Oof, Kesa! Oh my goodness, exactly. You know, like they they were looking for that. And then um, Insigne, Insigne has insane, like almost revitalized this attempt. And then you got Giorgio Chiellini and Bonucci, and, just and Leonardo amazing. Bonucci, who are the most passionate center backs, the only two center backs who have played with each other for like fifteen something mm-hmm. years, or whoever knows how long. And they're strong, man. Do I do oh, I yeah. think they might control someone like Harry Kane? Yeah. Do I think you know it's? it's It'll a, be hard. It'll be hard for the a, English uh, like players to get past. It's a tough game. It's a tough game. Yeah. So I think England. Mm-hmm. Are you sitting to counter, knowing that Italy are going to rush you? Nah, I Who think. Who do you start? I, Who do you start on the wings? We've been talking about Grealish, oh, man. Sancho, Saka. Does he stick with Saka, the young lad, in a final? Go with Foden. 
Foden. Well, I don't think also, he played Foden on the play. wing. He played Foden in the midfield, but you play him in the midfield. Oh, 100. He's either gonna play him on the left wing or in the midfield. That's that's I what like, Foden will play. Like the left. Or right. I just I, think I like it's him. gonna be an interesting uh, choice for Southgate. What do I, I think we're probably gonna see Saka. I think Saka so. starts because England he's always he's been more consistent. So yeah, I'd, I'd actually yeah. like to see England play with the four four two. But, uh, but who would be the second striker? Be the second striker? You could put at Sterling. Uh, I don't want to. I think Sterling, Sterling, Sterling can play. I think he's Sterling better at. But then you could play him as like influential as a right winger. Yeah, he's he's better as on the wing because then he he right makes those runs behind the ball. He makes those second post runs. That's why he's been scoring. All his goals have been like second post runs. Like they're going in for Kane or, or whatever, and then he goes in. Vardy's not there. He didn't, he didn't, they didn't no. Vardy? Don't go no. Vardy. Vardy, Vardy retired from the national team years ago. No way. Yeah, he did. He just wanted to focus. Because he was like yeah, 30. He, bought a, he recently bought some some club in the NASL here in the United yeah. States. Oh, what is it called? Uh, which which state was it in? I believe it was like Kentucky. It was only, it was only about like two weeks ago. Yeah, it wasn't too long ago. That's I, crazy. I, I honestly, honestly though, like I could see why he... He wouldn't be on there. They do, but they do have an old team. They have Harry Kane. Oh, well, Harry Kane's not Wyatt. very old. Harry Kane's Harry like twenty eight. He's prime at twenty. No, nah, dude, he's like twenty eight. Yeah. Is he really twenty eight? Yeah. Exactly. Years yeah, yeah. Maguire's like around the same age. Yeah. Maguire, the oldest player is Walk or Walker and Trippier. Quietly, the best center back at the Euros. Hmm. Hmm. Dude, Harry Kane is twenty seven years old. Yeah, you see. Even this wild. is not an old team, bro. The Harry old players. Carrion. Well, I think he was like thirty. He's he been around, like, but <laughs> but Harry Kane's wow. been around for time. Sometimes that's the thing yeah. to, you have to remember is that Harry Kane's only twenty-eight. Wait, so he's like? Old. I mean, he's like a year older than me. He's gonna turn twenty-eight in July twenty-eighth. Yeah. So this so, year. Okay. Crazy. Yeah. But you see, the the old players would be Trippier and uh, and Walker. Yeah. And guess Walker's what? I don't think that England have any will have any issues replacing those players. Yeah. They have Trent and Reese James, so I think they'll be more than fine. And Wambasaka if he doesn't switch nationalities. Which is looking likely. So we'll see. Yeah, but we'll see what happens. You know, I, I, England have a really good team. I, I think if England, this this English national team, I think they'll win something eventually. Like, if not this Euro, I don't know if that they'll, I don't, I don't want to say that they'll win the World Cup, but if not this Euro, the next one's for sure. I think... I think they're going to be up there with France now. France, like everyone's seeing that they can crack and that they, they're blowing up again, like always, you know. So like people are going to see that or teams are seeing that now. So England's one of those teams that's going to make their way up there. Uh, I think Belgium, this was kind of like their last chance. The World Cup is going to be like it because that's what KDB is going to be, what, 32? 33, I believe. 33, like you that. see? Lukaku is 28 right now, too, but after that, he'll be, like, and he'll be 30. They don't have, exactly, they don't have, well, they have, like, a few young prospects, like, they got Jeremy Doku, Doku. Jeremy Doku. That guy's to go to a better team. fire. He, well, he's only 18 years old, bro. I, I that, remember that. Oh, really? Doku, and I think that'd yeah. be amazing for yeah. that kid. I think so, he'd blow up, and he'd be great. Yeah, Bel- Belgium have, like, I don't think they have enough players like England, you know, like, coming in behind them, or, like, because France have a bunch of young players coming in, too, to, like, France replace these new players. has imploded on itself. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, they yeah. A, in my lifetime, I feel like France always implodes on itself. Like, they lose it. They're so talented. 
Champions. I mean, they won the World Cup, so. Not just that, <laughs> but like even if you look at it, since like 1998, mm-hmm. France has 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 been the first or top team. In They've the been a really good team. Yeah, exactly. They, like, they just if, like if you're considering the World Cups, because 1998 they won it, and then mm-hmm. 19 and then 2002 they went. Well, they went to like. The quarterfinals, I think. Mm-hmm. And then in 2006, they went to the final. And then in 2010, they they had, I think, like a decent tournament. No, that's when they they got spanked in every game. They got spanked. Yeah, okay. they got they lost to Mexico. 20, 20, and, and then, then 2018, but I they blew they up. It. So, like, they've always been he there guesses. the last, like, years. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they, even that team that, that, um, that they had in the World Cup in 2010 where, like, the issues like everything with like Anelka, not the issues with him, but like you know those all those like stuff that was going on. Anelka, uh, Nicholas Anelka, yeah, what a talent! Exactly, what? just failed on the national team. I don't think it was him though, dude. I think there was a lot of other things going on. Like, did you watch the documentary? I have not yeah. yet watched you the documentary. Gotta it's watch Netflix, it. Right? Yeah, you should I think, watch. I think watch also it. Also, France like produced great players. Yeah, they had a good team there, but oh yeah, Blatini. Zidane, Henri, he's all right. Uh, Bappe, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's a Chelsea. Fan. A lot. Yeah, I like Anelka. Yes, everybody. Given us a lot of Jorge is a Chelsea fan. Yes, and sir. I just want to mention one thing about Amad. Amad is a Salah fan. Oh <laughs> yeah, he prefers Liverpool just because of Salah. I myself am a Man- Manchester United fan, uh, and we're looking good now. So I am. Here we go. You can play um, FC, Arabs, and Americans abroad. There you that's, go. That's, it's that's abundantly clear, my friend, that you are I only like the I Arabs only like and, Africa and the Americans. And the Americans. To the death. Know about, and I'm glad. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, definitely. I'm glad. Anytime. All right, guys, let's move right. on to the next subject. Copa America. All right, all right, all right. Lionel Messi, does he win it? Uh, Neymar, does he upset his former teammate? Who wins in this galactic final when it's not Argentina versus Chile anymore? This is what the fans wanted. This is what the fans needed. This is what we all have been waiting for. Argentina versus Brazil. Brazil. I think it. Messi takes it. I hate to say this, man, but I think Messi Why? takes it. I don't get it, Amar. I, I just see it, it in his eyes. Why man. I've never see it? it in his eyes. I see it now. Why is it bad it. that Messi wins the Copa America? It, is it? Are you that much of a Ronaldo fanboy that you do not want him to surpass him in that way? Look, look for me. For me, I the, t- the toughest, <laughs> <laughs> the toughest question that there is to ask is. Is it a combination of the two, I think or is it one or the other? Ronaldo's got more Champions Leagues. He's got the Euro. Okay, but then if we're going that way, okay, Kovacic has four Champions Leagues. 
Right. Well, Kovacic. His play. His play. Exactly. Exactly. And look, I'm not. This isn't a knock to Kovacic. I so think he's a great player. But if you're doing that, then it's like saying like Kovacic is better than like Frank Lampard. because you're comparing titles as as a measure. Hold on, you know? but, but maybe maybe I miss like you know. Uh, you cars. You started controversy. Look, I think I think <laughs> I wasn't just talking about titles. I was also mm-hmm. talking about statistics. Mm-hmm. So. It's both. So are we talking about the way that he plays or are we talking about statistics and titles? So like, yes, a player like Kovacic or like a player like Dani Alves. Uh-huh. He has more championships more than, than any other player. Pedro. Dani Alves is the best right back of right. all time. Mm-hmm. But, but let's stay in this I now. Agree. So like, if we're talking about the best player in history, are we talking about in the way that he plays? Because Messi is obviously way better. Or are we talking about titles and statistics? I think... Because... Cristiano, not just titles, but top score, top score internationally. Top. And I think Messi can surpass Ronaldo records at I, some point. I, I think he it's still is two years yeah. younger. I think it's more about like style of play. What makes you like, like what you, what makes you fall in love with with the game? You know, like the the way that you <coughs> play the game, and not and and Ronaldo can do that too. His style of play. You know, maybe some to some people that's how they fall in love with the game. But you know when when you have that good of a player, the titles come with it as well because they they'll follow through. Usually, hopefully, you know, fortunate. Hopefully, they they have like their head in the right place and they follow through with that talent and they 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 continue to grow like Messi has, you know. And he has won plenty of titles. Ronaldo's won a lot as well that he's worked for. Messi also too as well. And it was like we said, he's more about like the play style and everything. And he has like his Messi stats are insane. Ninety one goals in a calendar year. Are we gonna forget that? Exactly. He's won plenty of trophies. The Ballon d'Ors. Like exactly the Ballon d'Ors this year. Mm -hmm. Messi wins Copa America. Is he the number one front runner? For the Ballon d'Or this year, I don't know, man. Even after Lewandowski got robbed, I, I don't know. Just because they, me, well, look, Messi did what he could possibly do. I don't know, actually. Now thinking about it, at Barcelona, didn't he get like? Cool I think uh, no, but every every game they won, I think he was the man, man of the, the match. match. Man and man I think, yeah. look, yeah, maybe they didn't win the league, but that just goes to well, show that like, he was I, the best player at the beginning of the year, uh-huh. sometime in October, November. You came over to my house. Oh, yeah. We saw a Barcelona game. And our literal thought was like, who, who the fuck is, is this? that guy? I don't even know who that is. Dude, we didn't know half the players on the team. I was like, who the Every fuck is this player, guy? I, like, I haven't seen Barcelona in a minute, man. Who is that guy? I don't know these guys. You know yeah. what I mean? So now to see Messi. I remember thinking, who the fuck is Pedri? And now, who the Listen, fuck is Pedri? Pedri? Oh, yeah. man. Pedri. Is Iniesta potentially reincarnate, man? Pedri. Because uh, I think he's one of the players that I've fallen in love with this season as like a guy where I've watched crazy amounts. I'm like, this guy plays like he doesn't break a sweat. Just seems like he just moves, he drifts around. I love it. I love his play. Oh, yeah. So to see Messi leave these young lads, nobodies, to a third place finish, they almost got winning it. I would give it to him. I would give him the Ballon d'Or. I just don't see someone else competing with Messi, with his stats, with his influence. Mm-hmm. With I, I you got, you made a good point right trophy. there. The influence on the team. I feel like if any player this season had uh, the greatest influence on the team, not saying that other players didn't, you know, like you know, but like overall in every competition that he played with with Barcelona, he influenced the team. Whereas like with Chelsea, like maybe you had certain players like Kovacic. 
was more he more influenced the Premier League. He that that was his. <coughs> bless you. You're welcome. Uh, that, that's where he bossed it up. And then you had like uh, Conte in the Champions League. Conte in, in the Champions League was like uh, the best player for for so, Chelsea. Just because Messi, we want Messi to win, uh-huh. that doesn't necessarily mean that will happen. That's and true. And you got Brazil against Messi out. with Neymar, who is kind of overrated, but that's just my opinion. I don't think he's overrated, dog. Yeah, you know how I feel yeah, about yeah, it, dude. I think me, me and Dylan were talking about uh-huh. it the other day. We, we were talking watched about the Brazil it. game. And he listen. kept talking about how Neymar is like, he keeps diving and falling down. Mm-hmm. And I keep explaining to him, I'm like, bro. These players are fouling the crap out of Neymar. Like, that shit hurts. He's just like, he's selling it, but he's like, he gets fouled a hundred times look, in a game. It's like Jack Grealish, bro. They take advantage of it because like they know that Jack people Grealish. talk. Jack Grealish draws it. the. I mean, you There's have no to admit, to Jack Grealish. Yeah, Jack. Grealish. Look at okay, Messi. Messi. Messi just doesn't go down. Yeah, Neymar just stays up. But dude, like that's like okay. I'm not gonna say that Neymar doesn't dive. Uh, but a lot of those dives down, they, exactly you know so it's like same kind of thing and then what happens like look what happened to um, to Messi against Colombia he like shrugged off I don't know who it was Yeti Mina I think he just pushed him aside that video and then, that, was amazing. And then how did they stop him someone going studs up but if he had taken that foul like Neymar would have taken that foul and then everyone would be like, oh, he went down easy. But they would have been a call, right? But the, 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 the next thing that would have happened if he didn't was maybe a tackle like that like from Barrios, that guy went and cleats up on Messi. They, he only got a yellow, but it was, it was the only way to do it. That's yeah, not, I think Messi and Mbappe and Neymar. Mm, they, those players get fouled a lot, but I think yeah. Neymar, what it is with him is he's like, just he fucking. Does it, uh-huh. He does it to players, but he does it in like a disrespectful. He way. does, dude. He does dive and he does sell so and exaggerate, like, but he does it in like a disrespectful uh-huh. way. You as a player, you get you furious. You foul him. And oh get yeah, a foul or like a yellow card. He gets in the people's heads. Yeah, then to let him go. But if you're like Messi, you've already like been consistent uh-huh. you're just trying to get to the goal you're not trying to do anything uh-huh. fancy all the time necessarily yeah. players like respect you a lot uh-huh. it's like will this mean anything to Neymar's legacy on Brazil if he wins defeating Messi uh, I think it's a big it's a, oh definitely it's a huge yeah. statement dude it's huge huge if he like I think it goes to show that Neymar like, like I said Neymar's a great player yeah he does dive but a lot of those like fouls, like he just he just makes them look worse than they actually are, and they're not like it's like a foul, but it's like okay, don't do that, like that shit's some bitch shit. But, but like does he, Neymar, I, I think does Neymar make that much influence when he actually has a huge part in Brazil because I don't I know to be honest, yeah. Unit, Neymar hasn't been lethal enough. Well, he's been. Enough. I think he's been like he's, he's been provided the assists assist, for all like good provider. But I mean, like that's kind of his job. He is—I know he's the number ten and everything, but he's not the striker, you know. So like his job is to create the plays. He's supposed to be like you know, like more more—I wouldn't say like a catalyst, because uh, he's kind of more towards the end of like the build-up or can be. But like he's creating the plays. He's the number ten. He's feeding the balls. Like so, I think that's more of what he's supposed to be doing. And then if he can chip in with the occasional goal or two, which I'm pretty sure like in a cup game, like uh, against like Argentina, he will be expected to. To provide, they're gonna be looking to him. That's the thing is that Barcelona, not Barcelona, sorry, because <laughs> we're talking about Barcelona. now. Brazil is gonna be looking to him to to provide those yeah. the balls, and it's gonna like, I, and um, I don't know what way it's gonna go, but I'm sure both teams will score at one point, and I guys, really think Neymar will be a part of it. Do you guys think that Neymar now winning a Copa America or potentially mm-hmm. being a higher goal scorer than Pelé? 
is a bigger icon in Brazil going forward. No, mm, but it's different because like. What do you say, Neymar lover? Ahmad? I, I'm I'm not like I'm not like a Neymar lover. I'd say I think I would have loved him more if he like worked harder on his. I career. think so. Because like mm. if I mean if he was a lot more fun and better to watch when he was on Santos than he is right now to me. Even at Barca, he was more even, fun. Even at Barca, you know, like I would have. I think he's like a good second guy, but he's not like a good first guy to a team. Uh-huh. So I think is he could he have have been that main guy? Yes, he could have if he developed those leadership qualities and if he like got out of his comfort zone and actually focused and got dedicated. But he's had a lot of issues outside of the field that you don't hear players like Messi or Ronaldo or those great players have, you know. So he has had those issues, uh-huh. you know, with like sexual things and uh, parties uh, and things yeah. like that. So he's. You know, he's about that life. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, he could have been that main guy. It's hard to see him as that main icon. It's because Pele won so many World Cups for Brazil. Well, I think one thing, too, is that... It, it, okay, like... Pele did a lot more because he put the country on the map in a different way. In a more of a, Because we have to think about the time uh, in which they came up where... Pele was coming up during a time where their like TV was starting to get bigger, more people were having TVs, radio, soccer was be- kind of growing because it was small. It was growing as a whole, and he put Brazil on the map, you know, like because of like where they were like as a country and in the, as a world. So you have to think about it, like as what he did like internationally. Whereas now, like I'm not saying Neymar isn't doing anything like that, but like people already know Brazil, you know, and it's 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 a little different. It's, it's like what. It's not just mm-hmm. Philly. Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Brazilian Ronaldo. Yeah. I'd, oh, say he's, I'd say he's still better for Brazil than Neymar is. I think so. He, he did bring a World Cup. So he brought it's, a World I Cup think and so. he also, like, not just, like, put Brazil on a map, but I think he brought Brazil back on the map after, like, a long time. They did have, like, I remember they had some trouble, like, before that. Yeah, so I think Ronaldo and that, you know, that generation of Brazil, Rivaldo, Ronaldinho... Uh, Adriano, Adriano Roberto Carlos uh, you had uh, a lot of players on that team uh-huh. that, that were great great players they brought Brazil back on the map has Neymar done something similar the one horrible thing that you can like say about like Neymar and, and this current generation of Brazilian players mm-hmm. is not only have they not been successful at winning the World Cup they've lost 7-1 to Germany at oh, yeah and that game like, yeah, destroyed in Brazil, like Brazil's legacy. It literally destroyed them. You know, it's yeah, they're a great national team at all, but to lose seven one at home uh-huh. in a World Cup to Germany was an absolute like discri- like disgrace to uh-huh. to Brazil. So Neymar was a part of his generation. It, it happened on his terms. There's this too, not being successful at winning a World Cup. This winning. You know, getting the most international goals, yeah, that's that's a that's a great accomplishment. If if Neymar could win this Copa America, it would ch- change the talk a little bit on his like legacy I for think, the team. Yeah. If he has a good, and game. that's saying a lot that everything is being relied upon on one game going. Yeah, it's uh, five p.m., bro. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. What time? time? Wait, what time? Five I have block. to be at the airport at 12. Okay. All You're right. good, bro. You're good at 5. Chill. Chill. Nice, yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the game's at 5. It'll be interesting. It'll be a good game, nonetheless. It'll be a good game. It'll be... 
Uh, I, I hope Messi like wins it, but far, if Brazil wins it, I'm mad either. I, I'm, I'd be happy for Neymar too. Like, I, I'm just I'm looking forward to it. But it's tough. But it's gonna be a, a tougher one for Messi. Yeah, I think. Messi yeah, well. yeah. If it doesn't so, like work out. In review, who do you? Messi gets his trophy of mod. Yeah, uh, I'm on board, bro. Uh, I think Brazil's a great team and they have a great squad, but I'm, I'm, uh, I want Messi to get his Copa America. And obviously, I have said. England. 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 I got England. I got. I got. It's going, it's going back to the Coliseum. It's coming the home. The only guy who doesn't think it's coming home. And thank you, everybody, for listening to episode one of High on Soccer. Yeah. With your host, Dylan Monroy, and Jorge Martinez, and Ahmad Tabaza. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, thanks for having.